Hello and welcome to the Snakebite Horrorcast. I am your host Mark Goddard and it is Viewer's Choice Week and I am here with, as always, Niall Whitlock and Marcus Wallace. Good evening guys. And the first film we're doing today, I'm passing on to Marcus. It is Monsters Inc. Marcus, tell us a bit about your choice. Right, so Monsters Inc. It's a brilliant film and if you don't like it then you're wrong. Basically, (laughs) this film is... A very old one. Uh, it's a it's a nice little Disney one. It's got some songs you can sing along to near the end. Don't know if uh, you two did that. I did. I certainly did. Anyway, right. So the main no. storyline for this one is they're in a factory, basically powering the whole city, uh, and they do that through screams. So the idea is you get monsters, usually in twos. The little scrawny guy that does all the paperwork, and then the big guy does all the scaring. Scare a kid, get some screams, move on to the next one, and so on, so on. Plot twist happens, and uh, a child escapes. Oh yeah, sorry, spoilers. Uh, yes, put this in. <laughs> Everyone's seen what's the same. There's no need for this. Anyway, child escapes, does a little run around. The two main characters, Sully and Mike Wazowski, uh, end up finding themselves on an adventure to get this kid back in the door that they came from, uh, just to find out Randall, some little chameleon boy, uh, is trying to kidnap and use on a weird machine, which, uh, was it the Screaminator? That's called? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, air. Mm-hmm. Basically, mm-hmm. this massive suction cup goes in your mouth, and it just like sucks all the screams out. Which, for a kids film, I thought this was a really weird, like fucked up setup. But anyway, besides the point. Um, yeah, they get the kid back in the end. It's all like sunshine and rainbows. Find out that the CEO is one of the people behind it, and they get arrested. And they find out laughter is more powerful than screams. So yeah, it turns into a, a fun house, and uh, Mike Wazowski finally gets his dream of being on a magazine. Covered up by a barcode, but he's still on there. So yeah, uh, it's a nice film, and it ends with a like, little sweet note of the door that well, boos the the little kid that escapes. Her door did get chopped up, but then Mike Wazowski repairs it all, and Sully has the last piece, puts it in, and it ends with him saying boo, and then she says kitty, and that's it. It ends. So sad. Brilliant. Yeah, that's oh, sorry, I'm getting emotional again. <laughs> <laughs> You know. I can feel your tears. <laughs> oh. nah, it, it's a really good film. I, I love this one. It's a childhood favourite of mine. Just, oh. Yeah, and green's my favourite so colour. There you go. Any, anything you like particularly about it, Marcus? Or? Uh, yeah. I, just just the humour that the, the two main characters have together. It's like a little bromance. One of them's like, you know, the big hefty guy just, you know, trying to get by. Fairly nice. The other one's like a, I'm the best it's ever going to be. When he, he's really not. <laughs> Look at him. He's a funky little eyeball. And they can't do much. But yeah, no. Um, apart from that. About Mike? <laughs> Look, Mike Wazowski is a small green thing. <laughs> you can't say anything else about him that's not already been said to him. But yeah, no. Uh, he... Hey, nothing wrong with Mike. Mike's a nice guy. He's a hard-working monster, this guy. I suppose. Uh, Sully's well. a bit boring, really. He is. It's mostly Mike, which is kind of the main comedy yeah. relief I feel like if you went for a beer with um, Sully I think all he mm. would talk about is work yeah pretty really? much 
Oh, and Mr. Waternoose as well. Can't forget him. Yeah, it's true. That's all it's talking true. About. Oh, you know you said that this was quite an old film, Marcus. It's the 90s film. Well, that, no, I was going to say, do you want to guess what year it came out? 90s? 96? Nope. Mark, do you want to guess? Shit. Uh, it's not a 90s film, it's a 2000s it film. It is a 2000s film. Oh, fuck. Yeah. 2001. Yeah, you are correct. Yeah. This film is coming up to being 19 years old. Oh, wow. God, Marcus is about as old as you. Well, it's only a couple of years off me being 16 and all. <laughs> Mad, isn't it? I can't believe it's that old. I remember that coming out. Yeah. yeah, good animation for that time as well. How'd you, how'd you feel like? <laughs> to be fair, it is one of the better animated ones, actually. That's, it's Toy Story 1, that is a 90s film. But you can you can see how like how much better they got at animating just over five years. Mm. Ooh, I do find, though, it's the, the human animation in this doesn't look great still. It's the, the faces. monster animation looks, looks amazing. It the is. The always look really flat I've, for some reason. I was find I, I found that the boy in the kind of testing area bed, mm. he looks very similar to the psycho boy in Toy Story One. Yeah, oh Sid. Very yeah. similar kind of facial design. Yeah, very very similar similar kind of design on him. Yeah. He also looks like Andy from Toy Story, but anyway. Trouble is, they might be doing yeah. that on purpose. You know what Pixar are like? Maybe they put in references all over yeah. the place, don't they? True. That's very true. Like they very had true. the uh, the ball uh, in Boozer Room, which was from Toy Story. Yeah, and Jesse was in there. Yeah, maybe. yeah, quite a few different ones. Uh, fun fact about Toy Story, actually, you'll you'll find in the the first one when Andy has his friends around for a party, um, all of the kids look the exact same. They have the same face. <laughs> Seriously, they do. A bit well, I saw a picture of it anyway. I haven't looked back through the film, but it was weird. <laughs> There's also a Nemo in that in but in that. Yeah, I saw that. Well. It's when the doors open, you can see toys. it. I was uh, looking at sort of um, theories and stuff today, but there's so many Pixar ones, it made my head hurt. Because they're mm. all in connected universes, and they're all in timelines. And Do you know there's a picture of Sully in Brave in the carvings that old woman does? Yeah, there's loads, loads of different bits and pieces that yeah. they throw there's in. There's always that pizza van. But... I mean, normally, <laughs> what the Easter egg they have is uh, A113. Oh, that, that was there. They need to go through all the Pixar room, movies. But this is the only one that no one's found oh, it in. Oh, really? It's the only Pixar film what's, no one's found it in. What's the number again? It's A113. You know, in Wally, which is obviously what's going to do next, the, the um, number, the um, directive number, yeah, that's the same code. And that is also found Wasn't it in. There? A load of other Pixar. Or something that they all learn in. Yeah. It's a classroom yeah. one. Also, apparently, it appears in Avengers. I'd heard that. <laughs> Hang on, what? <laughs> mm. A couple of other movies that it comes yeah. up in. So what does it actually mean? No, it's it's the room number for the class they all went to. Oh, right. Or the animators. In some university thing for animation. But... Oh, that's cute. Yeah. It's in pretty much all of them, isn't it? It's amazing to think that all these Easter eggs that, to start with, they put them in thinking, we're not going to tell anyone about these, so you do just simply have to sit there and think, hang on a minute, and then you just discuss it and everyone else notices it. just blows up. I hate minute. knowing that, though, because it, I just every Pixar film now, I'm just scanning the background. Is that a thing? <laughs> Is that a thing? That's a thing. Scanning the background? 
But there's there, there's one voice actor who appears in so many. And that's oh, John he's the one who does the pig in Toy Story. He's in. Oh, and also yeah, he the does ham in cars. He yeah. does ham in Toy Story. He also does the Yeti. He's in the fat Monster guy Zip. in Wally. He's John in Wally. Yeah. You can't just refer to him as the fat guy. No, he. They're, they're all, all fat, fat in Wally. He's the one <laughs> fat, fat guy with a line. <laughs> so what do you think, um, Niall? What's uh, what do you love about the film? Yeah, do you know what? I've only seen this film. I I haven't seen it very often. I think I've seen it max about three times. Yeah, I just really? I I don't know why, but uh, yeah, I've only seen it a few times. Yeah, I I like it. I suppose. How many times have you seen it, Marcus? Oh, countless. Got to be a dozen yeah, at see, least. Everybody's seen it more. But uh, it seems to be one of those ones everybody's seen loads. But I just for some reason it's it weren't on my radar. I mean, I've I've watched it so many times over the years. I watched it five times this Christmas. Mainly because it was on every single ITV mad. channel. So. But yeah, I, I like it. I always forget how good it is. Did you not know that the hair on Sully, um, they done an animation for each individual hair. Like, they rendered each individual one on him to make him look really, re- like, realistic for what he is. And I can't remember how long it took, but it, that was what took the longest to render when animating it. Oh, I suppose because they all move independently, don't they? Like that bit where yeah. he's mm. uh, asleep and he's blowing into his arm and all his... All the hairs are moving, and then yeah, but yeah, that's what took the longest. That's something you probably wouldn't notice if it wasn't there. Not that it was a waste of time. True. Sorry, you've ever rendered all that. I didn't mean it. <laughs> wow, <laughs> took like years and years of work just down the toilet just by that comment. Um, there's something in this film that they did not explain. The doors. Where well, have the doors come from? I mean, they struggle to like make their own electricity, but they have like parallel space and time doors. That's normal, isn't it? Yeah. Well, that's how they enter the world, isn't it? Have you not been but in your closet? Different... Yeah, I know, but why and how? Yeah. It's a, it's a Disney movie. Does it really have to explain it, though? Yeah, explained everything else. Yeah, true. Yeah, in fact, that's one of the things I really like about this film, because the, literally the first lines in it are explaining everything you need to know about the rest of the film. Except yeah. the doors. But in context as well. Like, literally, the first scene is as them doing that training room and literally saying... Kids are bad. We use their screams for power. What more do you need to know? Done. <laughs> Makes sense <laughs> yeah, to me. Didn't you think that was like yeah. a bit too quick to explain it all? Like, just like it seemed quite forced. It was, was quick, but it was in context, wasn't it? Because they used the training room, which kept coming up again later on in the story as well. It being quick mm-hmm. was the main point as well, because they were tra- basically trying to force onto you, kids are bad. This is what we need to do. Because then, when they found out they could use laughter, everyone was like, "Wait, what?" It's like. Yeah. It's gone in that company for years. This is what we have to do. So they just wanted that to be told and nothing else. It's like propaganda, really. Yeah, true. true. Also, is Boo the first kid they have kidnapped, or have they kidnapped <laughs> loads of kids? I think they've kidnapped quite a few. That's what they kind of were getting at, I think. But like, I'll yeah. kidnap a million kids. So they've probably, you know, been abducting children and stealing their screens for years. And all these which, years. If that is the case, dark film. All these years Very we thought it was the boogeyman and it was just Sully. Yeah. And, and this is why we can do it on a horror podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Spinning um, it back to horror. <laughs> gotta do it, gotta do it. Joe, you know what? I think Mike reminds me a lot like you, Marcus. I knew you were going to say something about this, and I had so many bad points to say about him, so I was waiting for you to say it first before I mentioned him. Now I'm not going to. Carry on. He, he reminds me of you. You know, he's a happy-go-lucky guy. He likes doing jokes. Not that funny. You know, he's... (laughs) Not that dippy. I mean, Mike, Mike. not Marcus. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay, right. 
Listen here, you two. I got perfect <laughs> jokes. Go on, tell us one. Uh, my therapist said, uh, your wife uh, <laughs> says you never buy flowers and asked me if that's true. And I said, well, to be honest, I never knew she sold them. <laughs> okay, fine. That was all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be here all week. Well, I'll, I'll be here once a week. Yeah. Again, you remind me of Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I would get laughed if... Oh, no, I'm not going to finish that sentence, actually. That's weird and creepy. Go on. I get laughed out of the kids' room. I said I'd get laughed. I was about to say I'd get I'd get all the laughter from kids, but actually no, that doesn't sound so bad now. Yeah, we'll go with it. I'd get all the laughter from the kids. I have a question for you both. Um, what's your favourite monster? Have you got a favourite monster? What in this film or in general? In the film. In the film. <laughs> um, I like Mike, but I I prefer the guy with the sock. I forgot what his name is now. The one who gets shaved. Yeah, George. Ah, oh, what's his name? It was George. George. Yeah, but I just said it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, only Marcus knew what it was. Oh, uh, do you know what? Maybe yeah. I'll find out one day. How about you, Marcus? Um, I don't know. I, I know it's very generic, but I like Sully and Mike just because Sully was a very just—he was just genuinely nice. Like compared to all the other monsters, he actually saw the bigger picture and things. Didn't just see kids as like this de- demon devil child. It was like, hang on a minute, they could actually be all right. So then Only he because it was him. literally forced on him, though. I mean, yeah, he's like he's like a a genuine good parent. Didn't ask for it, but you know, managed. Yeah, but she just appeared out the door. If she hadn't done that, he would have carried on scaring the shit out of him. Yeah, I oh, which uh, I saw another fan theory about that. You know how she disappears sometimes. Mm. People think she's Violet from The Incredibles. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because she just, in the toilet cubicles, she just disappears and then reappears somewhere else. I think she just crawls under, but yeah, carry on. Yeah. I, I, it's not my theory, it's the internet. The internet is full oh, of lies. Internet. Yeah. Anyway, my favourite monster is the octopus that works in the sushi restaurant. <gasps> yes. He is by far my favourite. There is a human child in this room. And he chops all the sushi up with all his arms. <laughs> and he's got a karate-like headband. Awesome. It's because he's in like a dojo restaurant. <laughs> yeah. So. I have to look into that. He's in Monsters University. Oh, maybe that's why. I have seen that. One. Which I do think is better. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. I wouldn't say it was better. Yeah. I would, but you know, that's just opinion, isn't it? But uh, yeah, I like Yeti. Again, he reminds me of uh, of you too, Marcus. Oh, why is that? Big fluffy. I don't know. Big and fluffy is nice, happy, happy, gay, lucky guy. He's pretty good I'm at snow. It's a compliment. He, oh. he, you know, serves piss ice, but you know, yeah. Hey, it's lemon flavored, all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's what somebody who just pissed in the snow would say. Yeti is stuck in there, despite the fact that literally. Mike and Sully got trapped in there for about two seconds and literally went to the nearest house and just walked straight through the nearest <laughs> wardrobe. Mike even came back without, you know, you even seeing it because it was so easy. But yeah, he has been stuck there for years and years. He doesn't want to leave. He said it's a magical wonderland there. I think he's gone a bit mad. He makes some, he makes piss snow cones in a cave and he's happy. That- yeah, all of that <laughs> sounded like person would do <laughs> exactly <laughs> on the bright side he's having a good time <laughs> i think fingers crossed for him 
Yeah. I like the visual gags in it, though. A lot, a lot of the visual gags tend to be what kind of drags me into this movie. Like the cleaner. The cleaner's a slimy bastard. Cause he just <laughs> oh, yeah. Cleans up his slime. And then <laughs> I feel so bad for him. Again. He's never going to be out of a job. Oh, I'll tell you who my favourite character was, actually. It's a mm. very close call, but um, number one. The uh, God, oh, I can't yeah. remember her actual name. It's Roz. Lady. Roz, that's it. Yeah. You forgot to I file your paperwork last night. <laughs> she just sounds like a Howard's mom of Big Bang Theory. Well, she reminds me of the <laughs> fat teacher from Recess, if you remember that. Oh God, yeah. Mm-hmm. What was her name? Can't remember her name either. You want about? You want about the one who had Randall as a bitch? Yeah. <gasps> oh look, Randall. There and you there go. Was a Randall in the it. correlation. Yeah, but he was. Did oh. you know that? Um, the voice of that of Roz is actually a bloke. Is it? <laughs> that doesn't surprise yeah. me whatsoever. <laughs> Fair enough. Is that anybody famous, or is that? Because <laughs> <laughs> they're famous. They're in Monsters Inc. Don't know their name, but I'm sure they're famous. I do like little uh, the little Easter egg. More more for me because I don't know if you guys really know of him, but the Harryhausen restaurant is named after Ray Harryhausen. He's a legendary stop motion visual effects artist. Oh, really? He did like the did like the stop motion creatures in Jason and the Argonauts and uh, the, like the Sinbad movies from like the sixties and seventies. Mm-hmm. Ah. That's quite a nice little uh, little nod to to somebody, especially he's like a monster creator legend in the business. Fair enough. Sounds very mm-hmm. fancy. It's a bit like going to Five Guys, really, isn't it? You, not ma- not many people go. Well, especially when it first came out, not many oh, people okay. go in there. Uh, it's qu- it's quite expensive for what it is. You know, it's just generic. Like, it's quite nice food, but you know. I'm lost. I don't know what's going on. But I can Point. tell you. Just 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 let him ramble for a minute. <laughs> I can tell you oh. <laughs> that the voice of Ross or the the slime woman. What was her name? Ross. Yeah. yeah Ross. Um, the same voice voice actor did Doug from Up, who is the dog. Oh, there you go. Squirrel. That's a tedious link for you. There you go. Did you just call Ross a dog? No, dog is a dog. Same voice. <laughs> okay. Never mind. I do, I do like the voice actors in this one, though. Uh, Billy Crystal, he's very good as Mike. John Goodman's always good in whatever reason. I love reason. John Goodman. And uh, Jennifer Tilly, again, is uh, in another movie that we're talking who's about. That? Jennifer Tilly. Yeah, who's that? Uh, she does... The she's in Liar Liar. She does the voice of uh, the disabled guy in Family Guy. And she's in Cedar Plays Chucky. His wife. Oh, Joe. Cedar Chucky. So yeah. she do the and the other the Chucky. female Chucky. She does the voice. Yeah, does the voice of the uh, of the female yeah. doll, which I should know the name of, and I completely forgot. Friday Chucky. No. I've not seen any of those. I don't fucking know. We we'll, we we'll, we will do them. We will do them. Don't worry. It's a future episode right there. What, Chucky? Yeah, definitely. Which one of them? So that's the thing. All of them. Well, we start from one and work our way down, don't we? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. <laughs> Going back to voice actors, though, I think... Yeah. Like, mm. they're Pixar, it's one of the things they're very good at, isn't it? Voice actors. Yeah, they're normally yeah. quite good at it. It's, I think it's because they pick people that they like are genuinely suited for that role. It's like, they don't just shove anyone and thinking, uh, you're a voice, go on. Say words and stuff. They they pick people who are going to put passion into it and shit. You know. A lot of them are quite famous. Mm. Well, yeah, but they've they've all started from somewhere. They're good at what they do, which is why they pick them. Yeah. Seems kind of obvious now. I've said that. <laughs> they don't pick them because they're shit. <laughs> <laughs> we pick them to do this because they're good at it. 
<gasps> oh my god. That's <laughs> how so we should have done it. I mean, I mean, you do know that Randall, Randall's pretty much only doing this because, like, we find out in Monsters University, he was quite thoroughly bullied yeah. by Sully. They all sort of were, though. <laughs> that's, only, that's only a reason. No, seriously. You haven't seen the film yet, have you? I, I haven't. He, they, they bully yeah. Randall. He's quite, quite nice at the beginning, isn't he, Randall? <laughs> yeah. Because of Sully being a complete twat, he, he's now an yeah. evil bastard. So, so he's like that one kid who um, goes to school, gets bullied, but ends up being the smart politician who like fucks the country over. Yeah, pretty much. This is sound. He's pretty much the president of the United States. <laughs> Oof. Bold statement. This is sounding a lot like Pinky in the Brain right now. If you two have ever seen that, <laughs> yeah, you seen, seen Pinky right, in the Mark, Brain. Yes, of course I've seen oh, that. Oh, thank God for that. <laughs> right. So Pinky is Michael Zowski, and Brain is no, no. Sorry, Pinky is. Um, the Randall's bitch. What's his name? Four, four eyed thing. Little. I don't know what's boy. happening again. You know that thing. What's the, uh, the small guy? Right, let's just move on. So, uh, so Mark. Oh. Okay. Well, <laughs> anyway. The only thing you didn't like in this movie. Yeah, actually. Now the screaminator scene when it's mm. used on Randall's little bean like character gremlin thing. It's on him for a matter of seconds, and he goes com- like completely pale, and it's literally like the life's been sucked out of him. Now that's a fully grown monster, even though he's quite small. Imagine what that would have done to the kid. The fact that they've got something like that in a Disney film, I'm just thinking like, oof, that's a uh, that's quite extreme. Ellie from Up dies of cancer. Uh, but, uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. but that's natural. That, really. That's natural though. Like having a yeah, screaminator you, isn't well. I hope yeah, not. Yeah, you can't really you can't really beat the Up death. The, the yeah, when there. Ellie dies. Yeah, the, the, yeah, when Ellie dies. Oh yeah, but that's that's a sad scene. Watching this the bean thing get his life sucked out of him is quite funny. It's a key. Yeah, difference. but you're saying as if it would happen to the kid. Well, yeah, but if that did happen, like say if that yeah. happened to Boo when they were going to do it, what would have actually happened? Like, would she have had the same fate? She would have died. Oh, but that's just as dark as in yeah. lots of Pixar, Pixar films. seems to be good at doing that. They like nearly put a dark moment in, but it doesn't actually happen. But you know it could have, and that's what makes it dark. There's always like an overarching tone like that, though, isn't there? It's like something really bad happening. Like we'll talk about this a lot for the next film. Mm. But there's always something a lot worse going on in the background. But they've sugarcoated it. But you sort of yeah yeah with the music and the charm, you don't sort of think about it. Yeah. yeah, they're very clever that way. Good Dinosaur does that a lot as well, which is yeah, that's quite a sad one. You're obsessed with that film. I am. It's a lovely film. I love that film. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's highly I really over. It. I think it's highly underrated. Never seen yeah. it. It it gets me every time. The the bit where you know. Um, oh, are you talking about the bit where his dad dies? No, when Arlo is um, with Spot and they are talking about family, and they got the they got the twigs. And he pushes down one to say that his that his family are dead. <laughs> Wait, that what? always gets me. <laughs> you, have you ever seen Good Dinosaur? <laughs> no, but this sounds dark. It is no, pretty dark. So, so they're pretty much they're, they're there together. And Arlo Arlo's the talking dinosaur, and Spot is his human dog friend. And okay. they're basically talking about you know they're sitting there and he's saying about family, and then they have like a circle. That has like that's my family, and then he kind of pushes down each twig to say that he's the only one left over. It's bloody emotional. It's getting me right now. <laughs> I just have an image of a dinosaur smiling, saying, "This is me." Points at stick. This is family, and just stamps on it, and then smiles. No, no. He pushes over his one for his dad because his dad dies, 
Right. And he's saying that he's now lost because his dad's died. And then Spot then pushes his twigs down to say he his family have died. It's a really emotional scene. It's you know, oh, but I not as emotional as the ending where he finally meets his family, his new family, and he's like pushing him to say, "No, you go to your new family." Very emotional, man. Very emotional. Oh, Pixar oh. don't really talk about that film very much. It's like one of those it's ones a shame. That you forget about. Yeah, but you find that a lot with a lot of the newer ones, though, because Coco doesn't get pushed much, and yeah. I love Coco as well. And again, that is sad as hell at the end. Yeah, I like the visuals in Coco. I wouldn't Coco's say cool. it was anywhere near my favourite, but I think animation-wise, it's brilliant. Mm. I think music-wise, it's amazing. Yeah. I love the music of Coco. It's up there. It's in my top five Pixar of all time. Really? Mm. I think the storyline for Pixar films in general are usually quite good, just because they do thoroughly think them through, and they do have so many hidden messages and an actual meaning that yeah. it, it just it's what makes them. And Nemo? Yeah. yeah. His wife dies. Got eaten by a fucking barracuda with all the eggs. Yeah. And then he has a disabled son. (laughs) I mean, he did get shaken in a bag by a little kid. What what would you expect? He was dropped, technically, as a baby. What? Nemo. He was in a bag. The little kid had him in the dentist, and then she was shaking him around like anything. Probably banged his head around. What's that got to do with Gammy Finn? I don't know. He might have whacked it or something. He had a Gammy Finn from birth. Oh, well, they yeah. don't need to know that, all right? They don't need to know that. I feel like How about you, again. No. <laughs> Any things that you didn't like? Uh, not really. Just I would like to know more about the doors, because that's bothering me now. <laughs> I thought about it. It's keeping them up at night. It is. Uh, no, apart from that, not really. That's all, all pretty yeah. positive on my end. Same here. I mean, I have seen this film so many times. Me and my wife both really like love Pixar and Disney so we've seen this quite a few times and it's one of them ones right near the top it's not in my top 5 but it is in my top kind of 10 Pixar's of all time but I yeah I've nothing really I can say negative about this movie I do prefer University over it but as a standalone amazing film well I will just say as well there is one other thing that annoyed me slightly and that is when I saw Mm. the bit with the door you know where they're riding it. Mm-hmm. I thought that is definitely going to be a roller coaster in Disneyland. Um, <gasps> oh my god! I've just googled it, and I'm pretty sure it is. That's there you go. That's amazing. I really want to go to Disneyland. Just seems just seems fun. You never been? There you go. No, I um no. I've never <laughs> been. I've been like five times. All right. <laughs> All right, Mister Moneybag. Yeah, yeah. It's like the Monopoly man, field of money. I go every week, mate. Every week. Yeah, just go on Jesus Space Christ Mountain and go home again. <laughs> yeah, just once. Lines up once. That's it. As, as a wrestling fan, that means something a lot different. Anyway. <laughs> uh, um, so, moving on. The usual question. Keep it or bin it? What about you, Marcus? It's your choice this week. Are you keeping it or binning it? Oh, I mean, that bin looks pretty empty, and that's how it should be, because I'm keeping this. It's a chartered favourite. I like it. Cool. Turn out. you know. I was going to sing the song. Put that thing back where it came from. And it's not the bin. That's what it means. So, not the bin for me. It's a keeper. Cool. And it's a keeper for me as well. I love this film. Um, I've been watching it for years. And you just can't throw away a Pixar classic like this. So yeah, there you go. Free keeps. So, um, 
Are you allowed to talk about Chucky yet? Yeah, we can talk about Chucky. After we called him Munted. Is it worth seeing in the cinema? Yeah. From what I've been told, it is so much better than you would expect it to be. From what Chloe's okay. kind of reviewer said, it's... Yeah, she gave it... I don't remember, actually. I find out how many stars she gave it. But no, she said basically the way they've taken it is a lot better than you think it would be. It works so much so yeah. well as a film. Did you, so, you had some yeah, doubts about that, didn't you? At the beginning. Yeah, well, I got brought up with the originals, so I remember going to like the local VHS store. Yeah, I had VHSs when I was younger, Marcus. Blockbuster! Yeah, I did, actually. Yeah, no, not even Blockbuster. It's a little corner, corner one down where I was. And I got Charles Play. My mum probably didn't know it what I was getting and I remember that did you know by the way there's still a video shop in pretty gay is there how much yeah. dust is on the VHS tapes there I don't know I've, I've not well, been they, I just know I mean, that there is one apparently there. they're making a comeback VHS ah oh, it's like hipstery stuff yeah it's it? like vinyl like, everybody's going to listen to their shit on vinyl why? Yeah. it's just time to crack my sealed tape back it's out like, again it's, it's worse quality that's why we've moved on <laughs> which sealed tape um I don't think it was Seal. I think it was the theme for Batman Forever. <laughs> Kiss by the Rose. That was the last Kiss, tape I owned. Kiss by a Rose by Seal. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. I think that was on there. Was that one of the themes for that one? Yeah, that's the main. It that was, was the main Batman film. Forever, wasn't yeah, it? that's the main theme. I think we should um yeah. we should record our stuff now on the floppy disks. No, no. I bet everybody who just heard me say Seal, Kiss by well, it was Kiss by a Rose, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. I bet everybody's going to have to YouTube that after this now. I know it's already in my head bastard yeah I, know. Um, yeah I mean Chloe Chloe gave Charles play four stars so quite a high rating and out of ten or out of five out of five oh, okay so four out of five so you know definitely worth a watch definitely gonna see it you can find out more about the review if you put if um, you guys want to go and head over to snakebitehorror.co.uk you can read uh, Chloe's full review over there as well so do go and catch that as well I'll head over there Right after I've listened to Seal. <laughs> Listen to, read it while listening to Seal. Film two for this week is a film I didn't want to watch, and you've made me watch. He loves it, really. No, talk about your choice. Doesn't want to say the name well. <laughs> it's Wally. What? Which everybody likes apart from Mark. Yeah. Which is, yeah, that's it. It wasn't it's, as bad as it, it wasn't as bad as I thought originally. Well, in a moment, I'm going to explain to you why it might be the best animated film of all time, let that's alone Pixar's not, that's not best, best animated, animated film of all time. That's my neighbour Totoro. But we'll like, continue. <laughs> no, oh. I'll, I'll, I'll explain to you why. Grab your popcorn anyway. now. Right. The rough story of this is we fuck the planet. So ten years Rubbish time. everywhere. There's poisonous fumes, and it looks fairly similar to you know China nowadays, but it's everywhere. <laughs> Okay. So, That's our Chinese audience gone. <laughs> the evil, by and large, corporation who are in like every Pixar film have like, well, it's their fault pretty much. They've fucked everything with. It's just it's fucked up. So what they've done is they've flown all the rich humans into space to live on their spaceships, and left the by and large robots behind to clear it up. We're not going to talk about what happened to the people who couldn't afford to get on the spaceships. <laughs> okay. Uh, another dark overtone to this film. They did. They did. They very did. Because there ain't no one on planet Earth no more. Oh, it could just be mole people. Sorry, carry on. There could be, but you don't say any. Could be. 
Anyway, the story is told from Wally, who is a clean-up robot. Um, he's basically gone a little bit mad, and he likes hoarding stuff, and yeah. But basically, they send a probe down, who is Eva, who's the other robot. They find a plant, they take it back to the ship. Um, the ship doesn't want to go back to Earth, so it hides the plant, and eventually, the, most of the end film is about them getting the plant to the ship to make the ship go back to Earth. That's pretty much the gist of it, really. I mean, yeah, that works. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, right. And uh, everybody on the ship, by the way, has been there for about five hundred years now. Seven hundred. And, and, and everybody fucking fat. huge. <laughs> yeah. Nobody moving. No one really bothers to like get off the internet, so they're just sort of blindly being shifted around. It's all about consumerism. Yeah. And and social medias. You will use your social medias. You will be fat soon. It's a, big, it's a big slap in the face that we should all recycle and get off the internet. It's all those plastic straws, isn't it? <laughs> well, we don't really have plastic straws anymore, so... I know, it's these shitty paper hey. ones that like, go after half this. the drink. Well, buy, They're horrible. Buy one of the ones that you can flip out your pocket. You know, what, the, the metal, metal ones? Yeah. Oh, yeah, but that's... I can't chuck that away, that'd be... No, you expensive. don't, you keep that one. Oh, that's effort. Just give me a plastic <sighs> straw, everyone. <laughs> Fucking hell. You're such a fat person in a chair. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ouch. I mean, again, this film matches our, you know, the horror podcast. It's an end-of-the-world scenario. It is, yeah. They do there seem quite go. jolly. So if anybody ever argues that we can't do Pixar movies, we fit two Pixar movies in perfectly with a horror genre. To be Continue. fair, we could have just done this as a normal horror week. Yeah. But I think what we'll do is we'll start with Marcus. Hello. At the moment, what are your feelings on this film? It's my first time watching it, so my reactions were quite new and shocked. Um, it, right, okay. Have you two seen Real Still before? Yeah. No, the is that a Hugh Jackman one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I have seen it. Yeah, okay. brilliant movie. Brilliant. Basically, just a couple of lines to sum it up. There, it's robots. One of the robots is an old clean-up robot. Well, it's an industrial robot who just can take a beating. Wally reminds me of him. He literally, the amount of shit he goes through and he still manages to come out of it. Yeah, he repairs himself a little bit, but man, he gets crushed and all sorts and he just yeah. comes out like, whoa, 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 guys, what's going on? And oh, He's a training robot, isn't he? Yeah, like, he's, uh, do you know what? He's such a little old lady. The hoarding stuff, yeah. the always getting out cute things. I love him, but, oh, he's so human. He is basically the robot version of the old man from Up. <laughs> oh, God. Just less, just more of a sex pest. I mean, I think he was just lonely, to be honest. But yeah, that works. Well, he'd been there for like five hundred years, so. Yeah, true. I must say, those are some really high quality batteries because I know what batteries are like because I work with a lot of them. After about five years or so, they just don't hold power anymore. I would assume he'd be swapping them. He didn't. He just got the same way he swaps everything. He just whips out his panels, doesn't he? Whips out his panels. No, he actually changed the battery. Yeah, because. You got all the other robots there. Yeah, I suppose. But, you know, uh, basically, I really liked this film. Um, it did show the message, obviously, about how the world is getting fucked and everyone's flown off to space. Which still, internet doesn't make sense in space unless they have really high quality servers. And why would internet not make any sense in space? Because internet is about servers all over the world. Unless they yeah, condense yeah. that. Just have servers on the spaceship, wouldn't you? Did they condense yeah, because... that all down? Yeah, but then you have all you have the servers. In space. And also... Via satellites. Video calling wouldn't work either. Of course it would. Would it? Yeah, because it's all about satellites. Where's the satellites, though? Around the fucking space station. 
<laughs> okay, right. I, well, I just think that's... of the spaceship, right, as Earth, oh, right, God. and then it's yeah, <laughs> done. Oh well, I just thought it was a bit weird, but no, uh, this film, it was a, uh, oh, it was a proper romantic comedy, and I love Eva. She was like the the tough bitch basically that gets shit done, and Wally was like the romantic stay at home guy that you know just is the loving caring one, the lover not a fighter, and she was definitely the fighter. Yeah, yeah that's basically my summary of the uh, long summary of the film. I like it. All right, let's do this then, Mark. <laughs> So Wally is a film about a dirty old tramp oh, who God. just wants to be, who's a sex pest who keeps trying to hold the hand of a woman who doesn't want to hold his hand. Then he follows her to space because he's stalking her. <laughs> right? Yeah. Not and the happens. only reason she falls in love with him is because of that, you know, syndrome thing, you know, the... Uh, Stockholm Syndrome. <sighs> Stockholm Syndrome, that's the one. Um, yeah. And then they go back to Earth and damn everybody from their fat lives. Fat lives of drinking food. Who it's wouldn't want to live in a land of drinking food? And they've still got the spaceship. Him? They can't just go back in the spaceship. Yeah, but now they're stuck on Earth. Right, yeah. you just take off again. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> oh, this is shit, guys. Come on. Yeah. All because of a small little plant in a shoe. Oh, that shoe's lasted, can I just point out? Like, that's a good quality shoe. <laughs> to be fair, it's not been damn, worn. It's a damn good it? boot. It's just, it was been in a like fridge for a bit. Well, uh, no, the plant was no the uh, pl- the shoe wasn't in the fridge, wasn't it? Um, Wally like hoarded it and then put the plant in it. I yeah, think. he put the plant in it. Oh yeah, that's true. Because for some reason that was the best thing to put it in, not a pot. But there you go. Also, because I'm gonna be pedantic, um, it's Eve, not Eva. <clears throat> oh, all right. <laughs> the, the he one, calls her Eva, the, but her actual name's Eve. The guy who hates the film corrects us on this. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. Because I'm a professional, boys. I'm a professional. Oh, that's almost as funny as <laughs> the, the, my the, the, the bits that I love, <laughs> I'd like about the movie. It is romantic. Not as romantic as some of the other movies. But it is, it's a romantic comedy, old school, you know, silent movie style, which is it's quite a nice theme. He was a noisy bugger. He was not silent. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what, you know what I mean? Yeah. The kind of love story that they're doing, it's not much in the way of speaking. It's like being well, the beast, really. That's what I was going to say, actually. That's one of the things that makes the film so technically good. Is mm. that I think this film is like a almost a showcase for why Pixar are the best animation studio. Because the first dialogue in the film is 39 minutes in. There's no other dialogue. And at that point, I don't know about you, Marcus, but I am completely invested in those characters already yeah without them even saying a word it's just the the literally half that bit before is just wally moving and doing things he doesn't even say anything till eva comes in and already i'm thinking of him as like a person because the little movements he does like his little daily routine like he goes to work and it's just there's something about this film like for example if if you watch shrek without any of the sound it would be a shit film. Oh, I don't know about that. It would, though, because... <laughs> it probably would, yeah. It, 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 the music it, makes It's it. the jokes and the music and the dialogue that make it, but somehow Pixar have managed to have all that stuff as well. But without it, it's still an amazing film. They're very good at that, though. Their shorts do yeah. that all the time. Was it um, Bow was one of the last ones? I didn't did. like that one. 
That's the one with oh, the where one. she eats her kid. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, he's I, I love that one. Dumpling. That's beautiful. Beautifully done. Oh right, yeah, I've seen that. That's one of the few I It's just really a story like. about, you know, a story about a mum letting her child go. It's beautiful, beautifully By eating him. Created. But they did it with because she was angry at him. She's like, "No, fuck you, um. yeah. <laughs> But it's not really about the. <laughs> it's not really about the bow, though. It's about her actual son. That. You know, and his her son, actual son comes back, and you know, they make amends. Yeah. Make more little bow children. Do you reckon she had to have therapy about that? Because she genuinely thought she ate her son, and he comes back like, "Mum, I'm here. It's me." And she's like, "No, you're in my belly." Like, do you reckon there could have been a twist like that? He looked like a fat dumpling. Maybe, but there's no words. My my point is, there was no yeah. words in that, and that was beautifully made. Piper as well, the one about the bird and the uh, and the sea. Yeah, that was that was a nice one as well. <gasps> Have you seen the one with the dog, where um, the basically the kid gets given a dog who's got one leg missing, and mm-hmm. then it turns out he's also got one leg that's injured. I've not seen that. That sounds incredibly sad. No, it was um. Well, Pixar one. I don't know if it was Pixar. Basically, uh, no, the, <laughs> the student had. This student had animated it, and then I think he got a, a job offer straight away from Pixar because oh. of it. Because he'd, uh, there was this kid who was sat playing games on the sofa, and his mum brought him a puppy which had one leg uh, missing. And it basically, it looked like the kid looked at his leg missing and thought, oh, fuck that, I don't want that. And he kept shooing it away. And it looks like the kid was being really horrible. And then you find out that uh, when he stands up, he's actually got his leg. That's, I think it's missing as well, or it's damaged at the end. And he does end up playing with it, and then they bond because of the injury, but they put a massive twist on it, because you think he hates this dog, but it's actually because it just reminds him of him. It, it's really well animated. It's, it, it's really good. Never heard of that. Never seen it. It was on Facebook a while ago. I think made so. this up. Oh, do you know what? I have a good, <laughs> I have good creative memory if I made that up. Because <laughs> the only small puppy dog one that I remember is the one with the guy and the dog, and then he meets that woman, and then they break up. And he's very sad, and the dog's like, "I just want to be fed." You're in about 101 Dalmatians. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's a Pixar short with a dog. He what? He just likes being food, getting food, and his owner gives him all this like really nice food. And then he starts getting like less and less kind of nice food, more salady stuff and all that, because the guy meets and meets a lady, and they have a baby, but then they uh, they break up. The guy is so sad that he's eating his breakfast. He's sad. And the dog's like, hi, hello, give me more food. And he's like, actually, no, you're sad. I'm going to go find this woman and make you make you fall back in I don't way. remember that one either. You've not seen that one? No. Wow. I've seen that one. It's really called Feast, I think. You can get it on um, oh, Now okay. TV. Dogs are so precious. It's a, it's a Pixar one. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't. There's just bits I like in well, it. That's what I was about to ask you, actually. What's your What's your favourite bit? Yeah. I like the visual when he goes in when he's going into space and he's got his hand up in oh, yeah. like the Milky Way. That's really well shot. That's beautifully shot. And does his little dance with the trash can lid. That's quite funny. <laughs> Copying the music. Marcus, how about you? I really like the scene of the fire extinguisher where um, he first finds what one is and he's like, oh, what the shit? And he just gets flung around and he uses one in space, which, would that work? I'm pretty sure the can would implode I on itself. I don't think it would implode. It, it was cute. Or explode. Either one. Whichever one it does, it, it, it moves like out of shape. Yeah, you get the point. It'll compress. There's two bits that I really like and I, I'd forgotten about until I watched them again this morning. 
which is um, on. the cleaning robot. I've got how funny was. What's his uh, mop? Or is it meep or mop? Yeah. Mop. Oh, he seems mop. so pissed off. He's so good, though. <laughs> when he goes to jump off the line is one of the funniest bits in the film. He looks terrified. Yeah. It's like, what will happen? And then he makes a weird, like, <laughs> noise. And then he's like, I'm not dead. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other bit is where Wally teaches that evil looking type robot to wave I love mm-hmm. that bit it makes me smile every time because <laughs> it looks like such an evil robot and then he's <laughs> driving away no I really like Wally I think it is it is my favourite Pixar film okay basically like, with him being such a, like an old technology robot the technology is really similar, like really close compared. As in, he can do a lot of shit that, yeah, he can't fly in that, but he can do a lot of shit that Eve can do, and especially the sort of like their own personalities. Like, not a lot has happened in technology-wise while they've been up. They in space, are completely they? different. They can both communicate. Yeah. yeah. No, she's a she's a psycho. <laughs> yeah. With a gun. <laughs> she's a right quite grumpy funny. bitch. I like the bit where she's in in the prison bit getting maintenance done and he thinks that she's having her head chopped off. <laughs> he's going... <laughs> but really, she's orgasming. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> she's like... Ooh, and her head kind of goes upwards and she's liking what's, what's going on in that room. I think she's just having a bath, uh, Mark. That's I think that's what was happening there. But she was enjoying it way too much. Well... She's been on Earth, gotten a bit dirty, considering there's dirt there, you know, getting a bit clean. I'd like that. And if someone else is washing you for you, you don't have to do anything. It's just, oh, clean me, you know? Oh, this got weird again real fast. (laughs) If I was standing there and someone just got some soap out and started washing me, one, I'd appreciate it, but I'd be very concerned and I probably wouldn't be very comfortable, but there you go. Good. I'm glad we had a chat about that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad I've shared my thoughts on that. Uh, what I didn't like, um, uh, many many things, um, is the live action people. Oh, that was weird. Mixed in. Do you know what? I, didn't I like think that. this might actually be the only Pixar film with live action in it. Mm. I can't think where they've done that again. No, I don't think. I don't have. think they have done it before. No. Mm. And good because they should never do that again. Well, it was weird because they showed people on the Axiom, didn't they? Hmm. As real people, and then the fat people on the you accident, go there and they're fat people. Yeah, weren't real people. It's very weird. So did these people turn into fat animated people due to space? That's what happens. You become animated. There you go. I mean, that makes sense to me. Or not animated as the uh, as, as it it seems in the end. Yeah. I think the message really there is: if you don't want to turn out like that, stop eating fast food. And it's at this point where fast food restaurants just shoot to the bottom. That's it. No one eats it anymore. Although, I have ri- I have written in my notes here though, lunch in a cup. Mm. I definitely have lunch that- in a cup. It's like a protein shake. Well, yeah, that's exactly what it is, really, isn't it? I had one. It's like a pot too. noodle. <laughs> no, you have to chew that. That's too much effort. What? Do you though? Wow. Do you? <laughs> no, the feeling of just slurping noodles down. Just no, it's weird. That's literally what you do with noodles, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, don't you chew them? No, that's what Asia does. It's like really quick. Yeah, I've been there. Oh my god. They eat like. Oh my god, this is the second time I've slagged Asia off today. 
What the yeah, I'm just going to stop talking then. <laughs> <laughs> You're limiting yourself to one slagging off a day. Well, you know, I was talking about chewing the other day. Yeah, yeah that's like chewing times a million. Really okay. bad. But yeah, I mean, over, I mean, overall, it's an okay film. It's not great. I found it a bit boring, but it's very watchable. Overall. No one agrees with you. But <laughs> I'm sure somebody out there does. If anybody out there agrees with me that Wally's not one of the top best Pixar's, which is not, it's not even in the top fifteen or twenty. Oh my god. Then uh, then let me know guys. Send us an email at snakebitehorrorcast at gmail.com and give us as much abuse as you like. I feel like Mark, give Mark what? abuse, not Niall. <laughs> Niall loves Wally. I feel like this is going to be one of those things where say if you had uh, a thousand people listen to this, then one like one or two people <laughs> would message. Yeah, one or two people would message. <laughs> yeah, it's just all his accounts. No, one or two people would uh, <laughs> message you and then you'd be like, see, it is hated and be like, yeah, but that's like 2%. Not even that. That's less than 1%. Still counts. Still oh. counts. <laughs> okay. Alright, I don't hate it. <gasps> He's converting! But I don't like it. He loves it. Speaking of, um, was there any bits that you uh, didn't like, Niall? I know you're a lover of this film. Oh yeah, the plant thing. You know the plant was in a fridge? Mm. Yeah, plants don't seem to grow like that. They need light, don't they? They do. I'm no, I know gardener or nothing. That's right. I, I did gardening clubs. I know. They need light, right? Yeah, they do. Uh, yeah. You can grow mushrooms in a fridge, but even them, they need some light, I think. So uh, that bit annoyed me a little bit. Uh, what else was there? No, I think that's right. Apart from how like regenerative, regenerative buffets work. I would love to know how that works. Yeah, I uh, don't tell them. <laughs> I've seen some theories on internet which uh, basically say that they're eating dead people. That's very efficient. Well, this is what they were saying, and apparently the best way to hide something that tastes like meat is to flavourings and stuff. Blend but it. it's also to drink it through a straw, because <laughs> apparently when you drink something through a, a straw, you don't get as much of the flavour as you would do. Cause so you're it, telling me that if I get a McDonald's milkshake yeah. and I use a spoon, I'm going to get more flavouring? Maybe, yeah. Because you think if, if you drink with a straw... Like you, you go past your tongue a little bit, don't you? I mean, I I usually swish it around, but yeah, yeah, I get your point. Yeah, I think that's the theory behind that. But there you go. Fat people uh, eating fat people. Well, shit. I, I mean, you wouldn't physically be able to sustain your life off of that. Your lifespan would be like thirty years old, but well, they probably don't last bodies. that long. I mean, they're pretty fat, aren't they? I don't see them having quite a. Well, actually, saying that, you didn't see any old people. Oh god! <laughs> this they is where all, it all comes down. They all look like oh, they're no. in their twenties, didn't they? This has gone dark. Uh, nah, I'd say late thirties. But you always have old people in Pixar films. Always. Yeah. Wally was things. the old man. Yeah, he was, but he a robot. I mean, do you know what? He was doing really well for his age. It hasn't changed one bit. Yeah, well, he was nicking stuff off corpses as well. He was like, oh, my shoes robot. are a bit fucked. I better take these ones <laughs> off this corpse. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, no, he's, he's weird. That was. Yeah. A lot of babies. Yeah, I, I didn't understand that bit. Are they, like, test tube growing babies? Yeah, because how did they... Oh, yeah. Oh, 
I'd assume so. Because I'm pretty sure if you're that fat, you can't have sex. I mean, Just a fact. Some people might argue. Well, you see, <laughs> I wasn't going to bring this up, but because <laughs> did you? Do you guys? Do you guys? No, watch, Mark. We do not. We do not watch. A, uh, <laughs> <laughs> there was a do- there was a documentary on the other week. It was on Gogglebox um, oh. about walruses. <laughs> Not what I was now, thinking. Carry on. Yours is more <laughs> set, like PG. So, uh, <laughs> so to um, reproduce because the walrus is Hefty. a bit, you know, fat and lazy. Um, the lady in the zoo had to wank it off. Oh. <laughs> and you're sitting there. It's on the screen. It's wibbling around. Wibbling around while she's doing it. It's, it's like, ah. Uh. Oh. <laughs> That's probably what they've done. That, that, this, this is probably the, so the way they've done it. Marcus, you used to work at the zoo, didn't you? <laughs> Some robots going around and just wanking up. So you're, te- <clears throat> so you're telling me that... Okay, yes, no. I, I will admit I was a very well-paid animal sex worker. Good. Yes, yeah, that's, that's it. I didn't last very long. No, I'm sorry. I meant, no, I meant the, the animal. I meant the animal. <laughs> I meant the animal didn't. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I know, to make it even worse, I worked in catering, so... Uh. <laughs> New bit of shake on the menu, everyone. Uh, <laughs> this is the soup of the uh, day. The so guys, it's got ostrich in it. You could say that. Um, <laughs> Nile, it's your choice. So you're gonna keep it. You're gonna bin it. I know what your choice is gonna be. Yeah, of course I'm gonna keep it. There you go, Marcus. Um, I would keep this film. It, it's a really good film. I would watch it definitely again. I said those in the wrong order. I would definitely watch it again. Um, but I don't know. I reckon after like five times, I would probably get bored of it. I'd keep it. Yeah. So you keep it then. I could have just said that, couldn't I? <laughs> but like five times have. in a row, or five times like, in, as your in life. Well, within the space of a few years, because it's one of those films where there's so only so much to it. It's really good, but after you see the same thing over and over, there's, you know, there's not much you can do. Like, I mean, there's like songs you can sing along to. There's, I mean, well, I'm not even going to try and replicate the moves that he does when he dances. Like, damn, he's he's good. You know, there's only so much to it. Fair enough. Okay. Mark? I will <gasps> reluctantly <laughs> keep it. Oh, oh my way. lord. Empty bins. Yeah. What has happened? I don't I don't like it. It's an okay film. It's watchable. You can sit there and watch it with your kids. Are you it's glad fine. that we made you watch it again? No, not really. No? And I wanna I wanna This just it. shows how great <laughs> This you know just, what? Oh no, no, cut this out. You know cut it out, cut it out. I'm gonna bin it. Oh well, I'll just cut this end bit out, it's fine. No, 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 no. Bin, bin it. it. Oh. Yeah, I'm gonna bin it. Fuck. That ruins everything. Because I don't think, I think it's one of the weaker of the Pixar movies. And wow. I will stick by that. Well, I was about to say, it just proves how well animated it is for someone who hates it, wants to keep it, but you just, you just ruined that now. Like, I don't know. It's quite well animated. Put that on the shelf. Oh. Do you know? No, do you know what? I keep too much on this podcast. I very rarely give give anything oh. to the bin. You're, I'm gonna wow. bin. Wow, mine and Nile. You keep all sorts of shit. Mine and Nile's <laughs> bins are gonna be hungry for a while at this rate. <laughs> you sound so much like Scrooge at the moment. It's not even yeah. a Christmas yet. Let's just say I'm looking forward to next week. It's gonna be a better. Oh, to week. be fair, Mark, but... you can't <coughs> afford to say stuff like this after last week. Oh. And what you said what? about Crystal Skull. <gasps> Eat a fine. You know, there's been quite a few things, hasn't there? Crystal Skull, um, what else did he mention? 
Marcus, before you even continue, you didn't bin Old Hallows Eve. You can never <laughs> live up to anything you know, that we put got in the because that is the worst thing <laughs> Do you know why I kept Shut Old Hallows Eve? Right. Like, there's a very good reason for this. Here's a question for you to finish off the, off the podcast. You know I don't like this movie as much as you guys do. You guys love this movie. What is your favourite Pixar? What about you, Mark? Uh, what about you now? Um, I think it's I think it is Wally. To be honest, it's either Wally or The Incredibles. Okay. Okay. What about you, Mark? I don't really know. To be honest, um, <laughs> I was about to say Hercules. That's not a Pixar. <laughs> it is a Disney. No, it's, yeah, no, it's, it's not Pixar. DreamWorks, I think. Um, no, it's not. It's Disney. Do I? Oh yeah, no, Shrek, DreamWorks. Never mind, scratch all that. Uh, I don't know. I, <laughs> I would probably say Monsters Inc. But because I did literally just watch it, I wouldn't normally pick that. You know, because I've watched it. It's like oh, I'm already done with that now. I usually pick my favorite as one I really want to watch. I, I I don't really have a favorite. They're just they're all good in their own way. I know that's not really a, that's a boring it's answer. A but it's my answer. Trouble is, I just have so many good ones. It's difficult to say which is your favorite. Because you've got Nemo. Bugs Life and all sorts of stuff that are good. Well, your favourite one is Nemo. Yeah, favourite one is Nemo. So my, mine would be kind of Nemo, Good Dinosaur, Coco, Daryl at the top there. Toy Story 3 is probably my second favourite. Wow. As always, uh, thank you all for listening to the Snake Boat Horrorcast. I have been your grumpy host, Mark Goddard. <laughs> um, you've listened to the choices of Marcus and Niall. Thank you for your choices this week, guys. Uh, next viewer choice is going to be comedies. Um, the first three are up. It will be reposted again because I forgot to put it as a seven-day thing. Um, so it will be up up on the Twitter page again. It's your choices for the first round are Hot Fuzz, Austin Powers 2, and American Pie and a Wedding. Oh, I wonder which one we're going to win there. <laughs> I think I know. I think I know. There are no mums around here. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that's our next um, in a couple of weeks' time. Uh, next week, we have some wonderful sights to show you, as we're going to go to the 80s, to a massive classic. Now guys, I don't know if you guys have seen this one, it's one that I've, I haven't seen in a long time, but it's one of those classic horror films. We will be doing the amazing Clive Barker's Hellraiser. We'll also be p- partnering that up with, not Halloween, but another Jamie Lee Curtis uh, Scream Queen classic in prom night so we've got two amazing 80s I'm taking you back in time because I want to do a proper horror episode this time we'll go back to the classics um, we've also got some new reviews up on the Snake by website as well um, I have just done a review of a very good little sci-fi film called I Am Mother um, that stars Hilary Swank we haven't seen Hilary Swank in a long time um, Brilliant film, highly recommend it. Go and check the review out, or go and see the film first and check my review out after that. But you have to go and see it on Netflix. Absolutely, highly recommend that movie. Um, we have Chloe's Charles Play review, and we also have Will's review of Cargo. Not a horror film, a drama, but it's still such a great. It's still, still a still a great great review. We've also got on the news pages the opening and closing films have been announced for Fright Fest for this year. And they've got some two quite interesting sounding ones. So, the, the, before we're in the news page, we've got the, the opening and closing films for Fright Fest. The 20th anniversary this year is going to be a massive festival this year. 
I'm not going to go, but Chloe will be going this year as always, and we'll cover whatever she can. And there's just so many movies there, you'd not be able to cover them all. But um, hey, uh, Marcus, mm. are you going to are you going to Fright Fest? Fright Fest? Yeah. Wait. Oh, is that the thing that you mentioned before, Mark? Yeah. I can't because it's on a Monday. No, it's not. It's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Wow. We haven't been invited. What's going on? Well, well I ain't going yeah. either, so don't worry. Well, Chloe's only going only to do it because Chloe always goes. So she'll be doing She doesn't invite us? Wow. Okay. I ain't going, so why would I invite you? Oh, do you know what? She could have some nice, strong, strapping young men help take her around. But hey. no. And we could go too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could join Mark on that as well. It'd be great. <laughs> I ain't going. Oh. Anyway, so the opening movie is an Elijah Wood um, horror from Ant Timpson, which is Come to Daddy. Um, so that will be opening the movie, uh, movie festival, and it will be closing with A Good Woman is Hard to Find. Two really interesting looking movies, and I think they'd be brilliant opens to close the movies. And that is it for the website. As always, you can follow us online. You can follow us on Anchor. You can follow us on Castbox, Podbean, uh, Google Podcasts, iTunes. We're all over the place. Spotify. Uh, you can follow us on the social medias. You can follow me over at Snakebite Horror on Twitter. You can follow Snakebite Pod over on Twitter as well for the podcast bits. Um, you can follow us on Instagram, which is Snake, at Snakebite Horrorcast. At Snakebite Horrorcast for, fake, for, for uh, Facebook as well. And uh, yeah, so as always, thank you for tuning in. And next week, we're going to see Pinhead and the Cenobites and everything in between. Thank you for listening, and see you guys next week. Say bye, guys. Bye. Toodles. Yeah. I reckon I'd make a good female voice actor. Yeah. Harry Potter is my favourite movie of all time. (laughs)